from University Athletics. This is the Burnham Up podcast. Burnham Up is brought to you by McDonald's. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And we're back with another episode of the Burnham Up podcast. Philip Tang here with you this week. Carmen Lastoria is on assignment. He is off this week. He'll be back with us next week as we'll dive into more Lee Flames Athletics. As the Lady Flames volleyball team the other night got a five-set victory over Valdosta State for their third straight win. And joining us this week on the podcast, Hannah Upton, a senior from Fort Myers, Florida, who played a big part in that win against Valdosta, but also helped a lot against West Georgia and Valdosta State the previous weekend. And Hannah, let's start with this. How relieving was it last weekend to finally get a win in conference play? Oh, I think it was super relieving. We know that we kind of started out the conference play at a deficit, going on like four straight losses. So we really knew that we had to kind of step it up if we wanted a chance to make it into the conference tournament. And I think that's what really fueled us going into um, the past three games, just because we knew we had to get in there and take care of business. And I think that's what we did. It seems like your your rotation is really started clicking with mm-hmm. certain ways certain players are playing with one another. Talk about how you think you guys are kind of gelling now as a team, really especially on the offensive end. Yeah, I think that we had really been searching for some consistency, and I think that's what we found. In volleyball, it's really important to have really good team chemistry. It's very much a team sport. And just with the consistency that we've having, I think that we've just found the group of people that really just gel the most together. And even whenever, you know, maybe like me or somebody else isn't having their best night. Whenever somebody comes off the bench, they just go in and they just do their job and get the work done. I think that we've just found a lot of trust with each other on the court as well, which has played a huge role in like our performance. How how tough was it at points when you were so close, especially early on the season, you were right in sets but not able to get a set victory. Mm-hmm. You won a few games here and there, but you were so close in so many, but yet not getting wins. How tough was that early on? Yeah, I think that mentally that was very just stressful and difficult for us just because we would get so close, but we weren't able to finish. And in practice, we um, ran a lot of drills with Sylvia and Nate, um, just finish drills where once we get to a certain uh, point, we weren't allowed to make a mistake or our points would go back down and just really working on the mentality of having that finish mentality. And when we get close to it, uh, making sure that we're not making stupid mistakes in those final points, but really, really just being controlled and disciplined. And I think that that has really translated onto the court from practice. I know you rather play at home, but how much fun are like road trips, especially the short ones? Like because mm-hmm. this, you went to Valdosta on Monday, played Tuesday, and then came back late last night. Yeah. I'm sure you got in probably one or two in the morning, mm-hmm. trying to catch up on sleep. But how much fun are those road trips for you guys? Road trips are awesome. Um, sometimes it sinks being on the bus for so long, but I feel like that's also where we just get to know one another more. Especially having so many new girls on the team, it's just been great to really make those relationships with each other. And I think that honestly has really helped with our performance as well. Is just once you have those close relationships off the court they really transfer on the court and road victories are also just so fun like everyone knows it sucks losing at home but it's really good to beat somebody else in their own gym and kind of take control over that so I really enjoyed it you talked about a lot of new faces a couple people that have transferred in got a lot of playing time such as Ashton but we got three freshmen that are mm-hmm. really just playing quite a bit in Grace and um, Clarissa and in Sophia talk mm-hmm. about how you've seen them grow from that very part of that very first practice where yeah. the speed is all of a sudden right there and now they're 
making kills and blocks left and right. Yeah, I think that it definitely is a transition going from high school and club ball to college ball. It just the game kind of speeds up a little bit, and I think that those three have just done a fantastic job in just learning the college game, and they're also just so fun to play with. They all bring so much energy to the court, and I'm honestly just really proud of them because to come in as freshmen and to just absolutely run the court is just a cool thing to see. If you can remember far enough back, how what was the hardest thing for you to adjust to coming out of high school and club into college? I think the hardest thing for me to adjust to is definitely the speed of the game. I um, committed as an outside, but um, one of my other seniors, Scotty, uh, broke her leg freshman year, and so I moved to the middle. I hadn't played middle since sophomore year of high school, and so the speed of the game is definitely such a big, I guess, thing that I had to learn and get used to but also the mental aspect of college volleyball is just so much different because like you go from where you're the number one person on your high school team everyone is the best person on their high school team and then you get to college where everybody you're with the best everybody and so it definitely is big mentality uh game I think and just coming in and learning how to like really work hard is I think it's really important I think it translates to stuff outside of volleyball as well just learning that worth ethic that is just different in college versus high school so I I'm I understand volleyball but I don't understand maybe some of the intricacies of it what's the difference between learning how to play as an outside hitter and as a middle blocker in the middle obviously both are trying to get blocks but what's mm-hmm. what's kind of the difference so I would say the outside hitter is definitely kind of like your go-to hitter. We definitely see that with Abby Stroh, who's just awesome, <laughs> yeah. and I just love her. And the middle, I feel like your your number one goal is to block. Like, middle blocker is the name of the position versus outside hitter, right side hitter. And so um, definitely in the middle, you're tracking all three hitters versus on the outside or on the right side, kind of maybe just focusing on one or two. So definitely um, tracking and just like the way that you look at the game is just different. And also just the speed of the sets that you're getting. Middle is very quick, quick, quick. Like you're already up in the air before the ball is set. And um, on the pins, it's kind of a little bit slowed down. So definitely going back and forth, you have to switch into like, okay, I'm in middle right now. Okay, I'm an outside right now. And you kind of have to play the game differently. You talk, You mentioned Scotty. She seems to just kind of float. Sometimes you, yes. you, you put a set <laughs> up there and she just goes and gets it. It's, just, yes. it's fun to watch her just fly. Mm-hmm. Scotty is a superhuman. She is one of the hardest working people I know. And I want to shout her out because watching her literally break her leg in two places in the shorter freshman year was terrifying. And she came back way before she was supposed to medically and was still jumping higher than (laughs) all of us who had been playing that whole time. And she is just, oh, I just love her. She's great. And she's just fun to watch play volleyball. And whenever we jump in the weight room, we test our verticals, she jumped 28 and be like, oh, it's low. And it's just really funny. You also mentioned Abby, and she is just on a tear. Yes. Time. She's not just getting a lot of kills, she's getting blocks, and mm-hmm. she's getting double-digit digs almost yeah. every single game. Mm-hmm. She is, she's, for her senior, she has really stepped it up. Yeah. Abby has been just a force to be reckoned with since her freshman year. She came in, just absolutely just stole the show, and Abby is just one of those people, when you're on the court with her, you're just like, okay, Abby's next to me, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> like She's super encouraging, but also there's a trust with her that, she can call you out about something and you're like, you're right, Abby, like you absolutely know what you're talking about. And sometimes she is my coach. I'll ask her, I'll mess up like, Abby, what am I doing? And she's just like, this is what you're doing. You need to fix it. And I'll do what she says. And it works out perfectly. Common likes to do rapid fire questions. So we're going to do a couple of those here. Who is the loudest 
after a point is scored on the team, do you think? Um, Probably, I'd say Grace when she's on the court. Grace, I love the way she celebrates. She like stomps her feet and just screams. And also Sophia just turns around and you can see every video, every picture, her <laughs> mouth just wide open. She's just screaming and she celebrates everybody, which I just love so much. Who is the most, I guess, serious in practice, like in terms of, Always just dialed in, always focused. I would say probably Ashton is very serious in practice and definitely shows up on the court as well. She just knows when to focus and when to have fun. Uh, on a road trip, who's the, who's the one that sleeps the most? Um, probably Emma or Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much do you think they sleep on a road trip? Um, almost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then who is who is just the goofiest on the team? Um... I'd say Allie's definitely up there with being goofy. And also Sienna is a big jokester, and she always makes everybody laugh. We're almost basically, we're basically the midpoint way now of, of the conference. You go on the road this weekend to take on Auburn, mm-hmm. Montgomery, and then West Florida. Then the next weekend, we do that crossover yeah. like we've done the last four or five years. What's kind of the goal for the team as we're looking forward now? Hey, two conference games and then a whole bunch of non-conference games before we jump back to end up with conference. I think that what we're looking for, especially this weekend, is just playing our hardest. AUM and West Florida are both incredible teams, and they're also going to be very tough teams. So I think we just need to be very just disciplined and working hard this weekend because they're also very important games. And uh, crossover is important for our regional appearance. And uh, I think that we're just looking to get some wins and kind of even out our record a little bit. And just hoping that this weekend propels us into a positivity in crossover. How hard is it not knowing at this moment who you're going to play in crossover? Because I know you guys mm-hmm. like to start preparing, but you have no idea at this moment yeah. who you're going to play yet. How hard is that? Um, it kind of feels a little bit like club ball whenever you go to okay. a tournament and you don't really know who you're playing until the day that <laughs> you're there. But I, I think that we will find out a day or two before, so at least have some time to watch film and kind of study the other teams. And also, we have done crossover for the past couple of years, so we may play teams we've already played a little bit. So I think that we'll be fine and we'll have a little bit of time to prepare. All right, Hannah, well, uh, thanks for joining us, and we wish you the best of luck this weekend as you go to Montgomery and the Pensacola. Thank you. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more here in just a moment as you hear from our sponsor, McDonald's. The Burn 'em Up Podcast is proudly brought to you by Smith Family McDonald's. Smith Family McDonald's is a proud supporter of Lee University Athletics. They have 10 locations to serve you. Sweetwater, Athens, Etowah, Okoy, and four locations right here in Cleveland on I-75 exit 20, 25, and 27. Madisonville and Ottawa locations as well. Smith Family McDonald's. Go Flames! And welcome back to the Burn'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang back here with you. Our thanks to Hannah Upton for joining us here once again today. Lady Flames go back on the road this week. They go to Montgomery, take an afternoon game against AUM on a Friday, and then they take on the preseason favorite in the West Florida Argonauts. That'll be on Saturday afternoon as well. It was a busy weekend this past weekend for the Lady Flames and Flames in all sorts of action. Flames soccer on Friday got the win over Shorter in the Derby, 5-1. to one. Kyle Orantes scored twice for the Flames to give them the win. Then on Saturday, last Saturday, men's cross country and women's cross country ran in the Lou Cross Country Classic up in Louisville, Kentucky, and both teams showed out very, very well against very good Division One competition. 
Women's Cross Country came in 11th. Men's Cross Country came in 2nd. The only team that beat them was the defending Division II national champions in Grand Valley State. The Flames outran everybody else in that race, including about 25 Division I schools. So big congratulations to them on that. Women's Soccer got the 7-0 win over Shorter on Sunday. Grace Berry and Cassidy Kellett both scored twice in the win. Then the men's golf team this past week finished in fourth place up at Grand Valley State in Allendale, Michigan in the Folds of Honor Challenge. Beck Burnett continues his really strong play coming in third place overall at two under. He was just five strokes behind the winner who went seven under for Grand Valley State. Now taking a look at this upcoming week, pretty busy weekend. The final weekend of fall action for men's and women's tennis. They're heading to Greenwood, South Carolina to take on teams in the Lander University Invitational. They both beat Cumberland last week as well. So the fall teams having the tennis teams having a very good fall season here this season. As I mentioned, women's volleyball is going to be taking on Auburn Montgomery and West Florida on Friday and Saturday. Ladies, uh, Flames and Flames Soccer return home finally on Friday. They take on West Florida in two massive matchups at the Raycon Sports Complex. The women play at 5, the men play at 7 p.m. We'll have the call for you on the Lee Flames Sports Network if you can't make it to this game. But West Florida on the women's side is the top of the table. Only one loss for them in conference. They are 7-1. and one. Their one loss was to West Alabama. Mississippi College is 6-1 in conference play. Their one loss was to us. We are 5-0-2 in GSC play, sitting in third place in the conference. So a huge, huge matchup coming up there for Lady Flames soccer as they are up to number 11 in the country. On the men's side, West Florida is second in the conference behind Montevallo. West Florida 4-0-2 in GSC play. The Flames are 4-2 and two and sit in fifth place at the moment, just behind Auburn Montgomery. Montevallo and West Alabama are first and third, respectively. We're yet to see them. We'll see them in a few weeks down the road. But the Flames, at 7 p.m., or 30 minutes after the women's game end, will take on West Florida. Two huge matchups. So if you're in the Cleveland area this weekend, on Friday night, come out to the Raycon Sports Complex. Then they'll turn around and take on Spring Hill. On Sunday, on the men's side, Spring Hills 1-2-3 and three in conference play, 3-4-3 three, and three overall. Meanwhile, Spring Hills women are struggling a bit. They are 0-7-1 in GSC play. So that will be at 1 and 3 o'clock on Sunday at the Raycon Sports Complex. And then coming up next Monday, it'll be the women's golf team heading to the Leanne Noble Memorial tournament down in Dahlonega, Georgia, hosted by the University of North Georgia. So they will have their third and final fall tournament for the Lady Flames, coming off a third place finish off the city with a Spirit Classic that they hosted just a couple weeks ago. And then volleyball will return home. So after hosting five straight games, they went on the road for three straight. They'll step out of uh, conference play and take on Young Harris at Walker Arena at 6 p.m. on Tuesday evening. So make plans to join us then. And let's look at what's coming up in the schedule for the next week. The volleyball team will head to Birmingham the weekend after to play in the Gulf South Conference Sunshine State SIAC crossover tournament. A little postseason preview action for a lot of the teams looking to make that NCAA push. Lady Flames 
sitting in 8th place in the GSC Conference as of this taping. Our fired up moment of the week, we're going to give that to Grish Mazoka, who had several kills and a couple big blocks in that 5th and final set against Valdosta State to get the win. The Lady Flames actually went up 7-0 in that set before giving up a point and ended up winning that one 15-7. So Grace's play in that fifth set is going to be my fired up moment of the week. That's going to do it for this episode of the Burn'em Up Podcast. Again, Carmen Lestoria on assignment this week. He'll be back joining us next week for another edition of Burn'em Up. My thanks to McDonald's for, as always, bringing us this episode of Burn'em Up and to Hannah Upton, our guest this week from the Lady Flames volleyball team. That's going to do it for all of us at Lee. I'm Philip Tang. We'll catch you next week.